0: D-M-G. You are now entering the D program.
1: Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. Under a mighty hand.
2: Program activated.
1: We got lift off, y'all. We got lift off on this show right here. We got lift off. And the eagle is going to land with the truth. Let me tell y'all something, man. Throughout the years, this this program right here, first of all, this program is going to be the deprogramming of years and years of lies and mystical, mystical, fanciful fantasy that we've been told to believe. We've been told to believe what they tell us, not what we feel, not what we see, not what we hear, taste, smell, whatever you want to call it. All of our senses has been told to be put on the back burner and believe what we are telling you. If that is not a magic trick, nothing is. Listen, we've been we've been taught that the suns we've been taught that the stars are suns and the sun is a star. The moon is a rock, not a light. The earth is a 1000 mile per hour spinning ball that wobbles and is tilted orbiting the sun at 67,000 miles per hour in concert with a solar system that's spiraling 500,000 miles away from a big bang theory, not truth, theory, traveling 670 million miles per hour, the entire Milky Way is supposed to be traveling at that speed. And in all this so-called motion, we feel nothing. See nothing. Experience nothing. Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Led astray. Run amok. This is what they've done. That's my Denzel, y'all. Was that good? Was that was that good? (laughs) That's my Denzel, my daily Denzel, man. I I love that cat, man. That's that's my actor right there. But let me tell y'all this, man, what I'm about to lay down for y'all in this episode right here. We have been programmed for many years by these people, from the time we first entered grade school all the way through to the grave. The programming has persisted. And I'm going to tell you now the science I'm about to unleash on you today is going to either educate or offend, it's going to enlighten you or turn you further away from the truth. In fact, It's going to make some people willingly ignorant. Oh, no, the ball has popped up. I see the truth. But let me put it back under the water because that's just where my comfort zone is. Yeah, I'm afraid to stand out on a limb on truth uh, because they might call me a cuckoo. Call me, you know, whatever. A conspiracy theorist. When I told you guys about that, I keep saying it. Go back to the first program. That's the foundation of everything right there. Afraid to be called a cuckoo, afraid of standing up for what's right and what's truth. Those are the times we're living in because there is a scripture that says men will love darkness rather than light. Think on that. Now, before I get into this, I want to welcome you guys, each and every one of you to another D program. You have taken the time to be here. And I appreciate you. I love each and every one of you, and I don't take lightly your time spent here because you could be anywhere, but you chose to be here, and I thank you for that. I appreciate and respect you and your time. Now, we're going to walk through some things. We're going to walk through the origins of NASA, the dark roots, and the men that they came from, where they stem from. We're going to give you some things to consider All right, when it comes to how we see reality the moon, the stars, the earth, etc., And then we're going to back all of this up with scriptural truth and bring it all together. Now, y'all can download the podcast. You can go to Google Podcasts, which is CastBox, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. The D program will be there. And I want to give you guys an update on the website and, you know, interacting with the program and things like that. Well, guess what? The website is actually coming along now the team has started and uh, I want to appreciate every single person that has had the patience to stay here with me while I'm building I'm one guy like I said in the beginning I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand as I continue I'm going to continue to bring you guys the truth as I have sought it out for myself and I really appreciate you guys I really mean that okay my name is DMG and you've just entered the deprogram. Yeah, it's a play on my name. And at the same time, it deprograms your mind while transforming your paradigm so that you won't be conformed to this world. Now, let's deprogram. I got this information that I'm about to give you from a website called a plain truth info. That's a plain truth info. everything that I say, all of my you know, depictions, where, where I get my information. It's gonna be a link in the description on my podcast page. You can check it out. Check out everything for yourself, people, all right? Don't believe anything that I say. Check it out for yourself. Ask, seek, and knock out the truth for yourself. But this is what they're telling you, all right? This is not me. This is not my opinion. This is not DMG, because I'm not smart enough to come up with this stuff. I don't have the or information on this stuff. All I can do is dig it out and then present it to you, Because neither one of us had it. But now we both have it from people who were brave enough, intentional enough to find the truth for themselves. But this is what a plain is saying. This is what they say. It says here, NASA was founded by a satanic worshiping occultists and black magicians. This is not idle rumor, but fact. And when they say fact, they're talking about absolute truth. Because I know I've had a run in with facts. Y'all know how I feel about facts, but in this case, they're talking about fact, meaning absolute truth. NASA is a military Hollywood pseudoscience satanic cartel is what they say, whose true aim is to use taxpayer funding and promote and profit by developing and deploying pseudoscience, technology and methodology. Wow. What an opening line. (laughs) But that is what I believe. NASA is. In fact, that is what they are. We're going to talk about the origins and how they, how they began, people. Remember, when you, when you talk about the origin of something, it perpetuates. It continues. It doesn't stop. Just like I said in, uh, I think it was Hush Little Baby, where I talked about you know all of these different companies that started with a certain vision. Ford, they wanted to make cars. Well, guess what? Years later, there are millions of cars. Margaret Sanger. We had talked about that. She wanted to kill babies. And guess what? Today we got Planned Parenthood and all this stuff. Y'all know the program. Well, that's the same thing that's happening here. The origins of something continues. It doesn't stop, even though they might try to clean it up, cover it up, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't stop. And you can always tell the origins of something by which it started and the intention and the vision that was given in that start so that it would come to pass. But it goes on to say, it's no coincidence that NASA has been erasing and trying to rewrite its origins, its true origins. The mighty pillars of scientific certainty that NASA supposedly sits upon are actually satanic black magicians of the occult. This is probably a small trivial fact that is omitted in today's school curriculum, of course. It goes on to say, NASA has sprouted from the likes of the self acclaimed wickedest man in the world, Alistair Crowley. That's what he said about himself. The media picked up on it and they were calling him this, calling him this back in the day. Mind, it says mass mind control, black magician, Satanist L. Ron Hubbard, and uber cultist, uh, cult, black magician, Satanist Jack Whiteside Parsons. To begin the early formation of NASA, in addition to the unholy trinity, there were two more. Later additions to the NASA Dream Team: Werner von Braun, who was a Nazi, and Walt Disney. That's right, Mickey Mouse himself, occultist, mass mind controller, controller, black magician, Illuminati pedophile, Freemason, and founder of the Ordo Molay. All the elements were in place to create one of the greatest financial and theological frauds in human history. NASA. NASA. Welcome to Abrakanasa, y'all, a great big magic trick. That's what they are. These people are the origins of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. You guys can see where this is coming from, where it's stemming from. I can see how all of this, all the things that we know about the cosmos is so twisted and upside down. And that's where, that's where we're getting this. That's, what's, that's what I'm gonna get into in this phase of the D program. Twisted things come from twisted ideologies, people. That's where they come from. So little by little, bit by bit, what I'm going to do is expose these men and break down their existence and who they were. Here's a clip about the Nazis being brought into the United States under Operation Paperclip, particularly Werner von Braun. It was a lot more, but Werner von Braun is the one that you're going to hear about in this particular clip. Now, this is Joe Rogan, okay? He's elaborating on this. He was interviewing someone who wrote a book about Operation Paperclip, and you guys can check that out. You know, the entire program, of course, Joe Rogan is huge. You guys know that, you know, where his show is. You can pretty much just put in anything, and his show pops up, man. That's how big he is. But here's the clip. Operation Paperclip was when, after World War II, the United States gathered up a ton of scientists from nazi germany brought them over to america and even Werner von braun they had Werner von braun run nasa he was a nazi like a hundred percent nazi good friends with hitler type nazi yes he was he ran a berlin rocket factory where they hung the five slowest jews they would hang them out front so everybody would know like this is what happens when you work slow we'll hang you I mean, the Simon Wiesenthal Center said that if Werner von Braun was alive today, they would prosecute him mm. for crimes against humanity.
3: Yes, they would. And that was the head
1: of NASA. That was the head of NASA. That was the guy who got us to the moon. That was the big cheese guy. Yeah. So the United States of America, y'all, got a guy who used to hang Jews just because they worked slow to head up NASA. Wow. That's just one. Now, think about this. They got... A Nazi to head up NASA, you know, it's so-called. Oh, we had to get him, or Russia would have got him for this space program. They would have beat us to the moon. Blah blah blah. When when you when 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 I finish this program, you're gonna come to the understanding if you're real to yourself, if you're real to reality of what's actual and true. You're gonna come to an understanding that nah, they didn't get this guy because they just wanted to head up NASA and be the first to the moon. This was an operation, people. This was a great big grand deception that they wanted to spring forth to fool the masses and to take control over the masses through this so-called science program, this space program. But we're gonna get to the bottom of it today in this program. Now let's look at some other people that was involved with this, okay? Let's look at Jack Parsons, now, this is the New York Post. I'm reading from the New York Post. It says here, without Parsons, Neil Armstrong may have never set foot on the moon. An American military power might be a fraction of what it is today. But Parsons global, they use the word global significance. I like to use worldwide. But Parsons global significance was overshadowed by a juicier pastime. He was a leader of a get this black magic sex cult of which Scientology founder Ron L Hubbard was once a member. There wasn't much more available. So Pendle, this Pendle was a journalist who was doing the research on Parsons. Okay. It says Pendle had to dig deeper. He discovered that Parsons was one of the founders of NASA's jet propulsion laboratory or JPL at Caltech where the first rocket experiments were conducted in 1936. Pendle found that Parsons was a man of many contradictions, the creator of a whole new science who believed that rocketry could be a boon to mankind just as strongly as he felt he could get this summons mystical beings to Earth. That's your extraterrestrials, people using explosions and magical rituals. That's your extraterrestrials right there. These founders of NASA put all this in motion, man. He was already into extraterrestrial stuff. Parsons was contacting demonic entities, fam. Black magicians of NASA. You heard it. He thought he could summon mystical beings to Earth through rocketry and explosions. People that's still doing it. That foundation has been laid. So every time they do this, guess what? It's being perpetuated. And now what do you have? What do you have now? You have people in Congress discussing aliens. You have people in Congress discussing UFOs. This is happening. This is not, oh, conspiracy theory. No, 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 no. This is happening. You can listen to the D program, Think It Not Strange. Go back and hear it. There's a whole lot more to be said about that because they've had hearings since then. It's amazing to me how some people would continue. To be ignorant of these things. But they were already doing this. This is not anything new. Here's a supporting point from the GnosticWarrior.com. All right. GnosticWarrior.com. And every, every website that I'm mentioning, I mean, you can go there. You can do your own research if they don't take it down. I don't think the D program is big enough to take it down. And we're in 11 countries, by the way. And I thank God for that. Appreciate every single country that's supporting me. But here's GnosticWarrior.com. it says, in the middle of the California desert, two men and a woman had performed a black magic ritual in their hopes of birthing, get this, the Antichrist and taking over the world. Now, I'm not going to get into the disgusting details of what they did in order to make this happen, because it's downright disgusting. I mean, this is under the pits of hell disgusting. You can go there if you want, if you want to check it out. It's, it's disturbing. disturbing. But it was 1945, and these men were not just some run-of-the-mill Satanist freaks. One man was a former naval intelligence officer who became the founder of the Church of Scientology, Ron L. Hubbard. And I know you guys have heard about the Church of Scientology, but Ron L. Hubbard founded that. The other man was arguably one of the most brilliant American rocket scientists ever, an alleged NASA founder, Jack Parsons. He was also a disciple of the wickedest man alive and self-appointed great beast, Alistair Crawley. That's what he called himself. And the media picked up on it and they called him that, too. Back then, the global leader of an infamous, magical secret society, Ordo Templi Orientis OTO. This is all true, people. These are the founders of NASA I'm talking about. Some supporting data says here the last man who came on the scene later was Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Yeah, your Mickey Mouse man. The Mickey Mouse man with the little wand in his hand and a little cape and a little magician hat on and all this crazy stuff. Right. This stuff is. Listen, there's a reason for this. But Walt Disney, a cultist, mass mind controller, black magician, Illuminati pedophile, Freemason. And founder of the Ordem Demolay. Now, this is from NASA.gov. Now, I want you guys to listen close to this. Go to NASA.gov. You'll find the information. Just look for it. Search it out. It says, Disney personally introduced the first television show, Man in Space, which aired on ABC on March 9th, 1955. The objective, he said, was to combine, get this, the tools of our trade with the knowledge of the scientists to give a factual picture of the latest plans for man's newest adventure. He later called the show science factual (laughs) science factual. When someone says that just know it's science fiction. The show represented something new in its approach to science, but it also relied on Disney's trademark animation techniques. And it still relies on that today. Y'all animation, What you see on TV about the earth, about rockets going up and all this crazy stuff is all animated. It stems from these people, the techniques, the tactics that they use to pull the wool over our eyes, like Denzel would say, to bamboozle us, to hoodwink us. That's what they do. These animation techniques, Star Trek, Star Wars, Superman. All of this stuff is fictional, y'all. They're just movies. And you know what they do? They program us so that we could later accept the possibilities of space travel. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the movies. The, 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 you know, I, 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 like I said, I'm a, I love science. All these science fiction movies, gravity, what have you, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, it, it was fun to look at, but I look at it now in a different sense. I look at it like Santa Claus. It's not real. OK, it's not freaking real, people. Now, you you guys out there who are into this, this, you know, Star Wars and, and Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek, you're going to have to do some deep soul searching to see if it's an idol. Because when I finish with this, this program, you're going to have to come to the realization of, do I believe the word of God or do I believe this stuff? Because you can't separate it. You're coming to a place now where you have to decide who it is that you're gonna worship, that you're gonna follow, and this is gonna step on some toes because there are a lot of people out here, man, who love some Darth Vader, some 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 Luke Skywalker, man, man. Let me tell you, they want that stuff to be real. Now, if you can believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God and God created the worlds from nothing, I mean that right there is fanciful, but it's truth. What do you want to do? Do you want to worship that Star Wars and Star Trek and all of that? Or do you want to worship the true and living God? Those are some things you're going to have to figure out for yourself, because this is a new birthing of your attitude towards God, a new birthing of your attitude towards the spiritual things that God says to believe versus fanciful or or, or man's imagination. You're going to have to find out what it is that you truly want what it is that you truly want to follow. But they used it. It's a programming tool. Star Wars, Star Trek, all of these things. They took us to the movies, man. And like I said, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan. I mean, I'm still a big fan. If a movie comes out, they say Avengers. Well, Avengers does a lot of things in space. I'm going to see the movie. It's fun. But I look at it like Santa Claus. It's not real. And that's the way you got to look at it Because if you don't have that in the foundation of your spirit Of your heart Guess what You're just being programmed So when they start to bring things on the earth Later on You're going to fall for it And lose your way That's what's real That's 100 You're hearing it from DMG right now on this program And that's to believers Everybody here is not a believer I'm not talking to you No disrespect But I'm not I'm talking to the believers because we're, listen, you're the, you're going to be the one that's under attack. When these deceptions start to come on the earth, it's going to be in stark contrast to what you were told from your father, which is in heaven. See, that's why I'm giving this to you. Now, before I go on to the second phase of this program, I want y'all to understand something. All of the research that I've put into this show, it's not new. It's nothing that I'm giving you, giving you today is new. It's not fantastic or spectacular. It's not miraculous. It's just been hidden. That's all. It's just been tucked away in a corner, put down in a dungeon in the back, and it's collected dust, hoping no one ever digs it out and finds out about it. Well, guess what? I'm digging it out, found out about it, and giving it back to you so that you can decide for yourself, is this true? That's what you're going to have to find out for yourself. Don't believe me. Do your own research. Ask, seek, and knock out the truth for yourself. Some of this information is going to be shocking to some of you. Some of y'all are going to have to get your popsicle sticks and bite down on it. I also want y'all to know that what I'm revealing today is not intended to go down rabbit holes or, you know, put on tinfoil hats and all this foolishness. What I'm giving you today is 100% the truth As I have sorted out for myself, because you got a lot of people who say tinfoil hat and all this conspiracy theory stuff, man. That's the first thing they do. The enemy wants to give you all of the intentions for you to believe that he does not exist. That way he can get you. But what I'm bringing you is the truth today. And these truths are going to come from NASA. It's going to come from those people. Because they have to tell you the truth in order for them to continue to lie to you and continue to ensnare you in deception. But this 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 program is not about going down tin foil you know, uh, um, rabbit holes, if you will, tin foil hats and stuff. That's not what this show is about. While listen, while asking, seeking and knocking, you come across truth that seems stranger than fiction, but it's still truth, people. Now, I'm going to read you an excerpt from a website called aheatonkent.com, and that's also in the description. But it's a perfect illustration of how people can get caught up in man's imagination, right? It's coming from Scripture, and they can use that imagination to replace reality that's right in front of them. It says here, Paul warned Timothy of how the imagination of men would creep into the church and fill the hearts of the weak and unsuspecting, of godless ideas and tales told by old women. That's called old wives' fables. It says, these were irreverent and silly myths that took on more importance than the word of God. The danger is going beyond what the scriptures say and believe in stories that are not true. Sadly, more faith is put in fables and myths than the clearly written word of God. When men begin to follow myths more than the word, they are led astray to their own destruction. And I want to add this. I'm going to say this. When when people, when men are, when they begin to follow theories, theory of evolution, big bang theory, all these theories that has never been proven because they can't be proven because they're untrue. But when men begin to follow theories more than the truth of God's word, they're led astray to their own destruction. Now I'm gonna open this next segment up y'all ready this is where you need to get your popsicle sticks man and bite down here we go we never went to the moon that's not me saying this that's NASA officials themselves I told you they got to tell you the truth in order to continue to ensnare you in lies they have to get permission it's a law okay okay The enemy has to get permission in order to destroy you because he'll give you the truth. And if you reject that truth, oh, no, no, no. I don't believe what you're telling me, Mr. Enemy. I don't believe it. Then he has a right to continue to gobble you up. Understand? But we never went to the moon. We never went to the moon. I'm doubling down, tripling down on that because it's not coming from me. It's coming from them. Empire News, January 2nd, 2015 article. This is NASA officials telling you. Here we go. NASA officials today admitted what many conspiracy theories, theorists have been claiming for years that man never went to the moon. Chief scientist Alan Anderson said the lunar landing hoax had gone on long enough and that it was becoming ridiculous to keep claiming that men have went to the moon. Here's his quote. You have to understand, NASA was under a lot of pressure when President Kennedy promised the nation that he'd put a man on the moon before the Russians, said space technology scientist Alan Anderson. We told him it was impossible, so he knew it had to be faked. As the story goes, continuing his quote, y'all, as the story goes, he threatened to cut off funding if we didn't go along with the hoax, said NASA engineer Rod Sterling. There's another one. People are smarter these days and it's getting more ridiculous and more difficult to keep the lie going. We're coming forward. He said, we are coming forward. Him and the other guy, the other so-called astronaut, we're coming forward to put an end to the lies and the manipulation of the public and to put a stop, put a stop to a planned 2018 hoax. Mars mission." Another hoax was in play in 2018, a Mars mission hoax. These two guys came up, came along and said, no, it's a hoax, y'all. NASA does not. I mean, da- NASA does a lot of good things and our technology advances have helped mankind in many ways. I just don't want to see us waste our time and your tax dollars. We have real work to do. End quote. These people are telling you what's up, man. They're telling you the truth. Now, if you reject that, you have the right to remain silent and continue to be bamboozled, taken right down to your destruction. When they bring these things on the earth, you're going to believe what they tell you because you've already rejected the truth that they're telling you. Remember, I told you lies are always wrapped in truth. Always the the real deep programming type lies are wrapped in truth. They got to tell you. In order for them to keep the lies going and the mass of people will reject that truth and continue down this spiral of deception. That's what happens, y'all. See, I'm telling you this. Everybody at NASA is not bad or evil. Some of these people don't know the roots of NASA. Some of them do. There are some who are willing to admit it and there are others who want the hoax to continue. That's what's up. Everybody at NASA is not bad. I'm not saying that. Never did. So we're going to back this up with Buzz Lightyear. I'm sorry. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. He himself is admitting to a little girl. She's eight years old. He's admitting that they never went to the moon, people. Now they, now, now, now on, when you, when you look this up yourself, people are going to try to explain it away. Oh, no, he didn't really say that. He, they're going to try to spin it another way. But listen to what he said. It's kind of muffled. Just listen closely. This is an eight-year-old little girl, eight-year-old little girl interviewing him. Here's the cut. Why has
3: nobody been to the moon in such a long
1: time? She said, why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? Here he is. (laughs) That's not
3: an eight-year-old's question. (laughs) That's my
1: question. I want to know, but I think I know, because we didn't. He said, that's not an eight-year-old's question. That's my question. And everybody wants to know. He said, because we didn't.
0: Go there and...
1: We didn't go there. That's what he said.
3: And that's the way it happened. And, And if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something... We need to know why something stopped in the past that we wanted to keep it going. But I think I know
1: because we didn't because we didn't because we did. It didn't go. We didn't go there. Like I said, they have to tell you the truth in whatever way they can spin it out or squeak it out, squeeze it out. They have to let it out. It's got to come out. They have to let you know the truth in order to perpetuate and continue the lies and deception, people. Here's another clip. It's going to further solidify the fact that we never left the Earth. This is Don Pettit. This is NASA's oldest active astronaut. Now, I don't know if he's still active, but at the time it says he's he's the, he's NASA's oldest active astronaut. And this guy is saying that they destroyed the technology that would be able to take us back to the moon. That is crazy. Check this out. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, The problem
3: is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology and uh, it's a painful process to build it back again.
1: He said it's a painful process to build it back again. Yeah, right. If that doesn't sound cockeyed, I don't know what does. They destroyed the technology to go back. to. No, they didn't destroy the technology to go back to the moon. Here's what happened. We the people have awakened to these shenanigans and they don't want to try and attempt another deception like this because they know they'll be exposed. The Bible says in the last days, knowledge will increase. Listen, as knowledge increases, guess what? It's harder for deception to actually take place. So therefore, it's going to have to be a very strong delusion that comes on the earth in order to overshadow all of this information that we're getting. And it is coming. But you heard him. He said they destroyed the technology. What kind of fool would do that? And, And they think they can tell you anything. They think they can tell you anything and just throw it out there and, and just let it be, you know, swept under the rug. Now I did some more digging, and this came—I I found this from NPR News. That's another left-leaning type of news news outlet. But here's what they said: An exhaustive three-year search for some tapes that contained the original footage of the Apollo 11 moonwalk has concluded that they were probably destroyed during a. Period. When NASA was erasing old magnetic tapes and reusing them to record satellite data. That is a bunch of. Listen, NASA's budget is billions of dollars per year, y'all. And they say that they had to erase old tapes to reuse them to record satellite data. That's a lie, y'all billions of dollars. Oh, oh, you can't buy new magnetic tapes. You got to, you got to erase over the old ones that, you, you know, that doesn't fly. I'm calling, I'm calling BS on that <laughs> straight up. Baloney sandwich, man. Magicians, y'all, the making, the origins, the start was with magicians making things appear and then disappear. Just like these tapes, just like that. All right. Now, I'm going to give you guys a string of clips to close out this section. And for all of you still holding on to that deep programming that we actually went somewhere to the moon or whatever. I was there, too. I'm not crushing you. I'm not I'm not saying you're, you're stupid and all that. No, 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 no. That's not what we do here. All right. Now You are stupid if you continue to hold on to it over and over again after the Lord and told you I'm talking about believers that it's not true. That's when you get get judged. That's when judgment comes on you. Because you haven't judged yourself. I mean judge yourself that you be not judged. But righteous judgment we can give forward because iron sharpens iron. And if we don't do any judging, guess what? I mean every day you judge. You got you got you you judge so that you don't get hit by a car. You got to judge whether that car is far enough away for you to safely cross the street, right? Well, that's what's happening here. The programming that we've received is deep, and I understand that. And sometimes it takes it takes a while to get from under that that oppression, that weight. you know, to, you can't just shove it off sometimes. I mean, sometimes it takes over and over again, you have to hear and, and, and faith. Faith has to come by hearing and hearing through the Word of God and through truth so that it'll eliminate that off of you. But here's the next the next clip. Check this out.
0: And uh, Bill Casing is uh, what you might call a pioneer in this uh, whole issue of uh, getting at truth and reality and specifically in the area of the Apollo moon missions, what happened and what didn't happen. When the the module set down on the surface of the moon, the amount of propulsion that would have been required to do that, and it leaves no cloud of dust, no crater.
3: Having seen hundreds of rocket firings when I was employed by Rocketdyne, Uh, I know that uh, the jet of the lunar module lander, the lunar lander, would have created an enormous crater. It would have scoured the moon's surface. It would have tossed up rocks, sand, everything, and created a crater maybe so large that the entire lunar lander could have sunk into it. After all, we're dealing with a 10,000-pound thrust engine, which is pointed directly at the surface, lowered into the surface. And yet, if you look at pictures of the lunar lander on the moon, there is no disturbance whatsoever under the lunar lander's rocket.
1: No disturbance. That's impossible, y'all. I actually saw the fake surface and there was no dust, no rocks, no dirt, no nothing. Ask, seek, and knock, people. Out the truth for yourself how can something so big so-called with all this thrust and power landing on the moon with these rockets to slow it down and there's not one single movement of anything (laughs) as this thing lands here's the next clip and you know what these are things that are that that are observatory i mean we can see these things it's not something you have to theorize. It's not something we have to theorize. We can, we can check these things out for ourselves. Here's the next clip. Check this out. Okay,
0: we've uh, changed our graphic picture here in the background. And um, it's a one-sheet poster that I uh, put together from pictures on the website, www.geocities.com ApolloReality slash And the gentleman that put this together got actually these images off the Langley Research Center website. And uh, some of these actually you're just seeing for the first time yourself, isn't that right, Bill?
3: That's right, yeah. I'm amazed to find these uh, pictures. I've never seen uh, any of them before except the one in the upper right. And what amazes me is this one here showing uh, a model of the moon With a camera track showing how easily it would have been to uh, uh, fake the uh, filming of the moon.
0: And then the image just to the right of that shows, like, the finished moon.
3: Exactly. With somebody sitting
0: at the controls, maybe turning it. or or
3: Right. These are very revealing pictures, and I strongly recommend people with PCs to uh, download them and uh, study them.
1: This old guy's telling you to dig out the truth. People with PCs. See, back then it was, you know, it's older information, folks. The information is there, but you have to dig it out for yourself. Polish it so that you can see it plainly and in clear sight what's actually happening. They got us good, y'all. They got us good. He said it was a track there showing the approach, (laughs) To the moon and then a a great big giant moon right there on the set with tracks where the camera can follow it. They took us to the movies, man. And we didn't even know we was watching one. The people back then, they had no clue. Think about what they can do now. I mean, look at them. Look at the movies they come out with. Look at Gravity. Look how real that looked. That was uh, a Bullock, Sandra Bullock and, and Clooney, right? Look at look at Matt Damon, The Martian. Anything you see on TV now, you just can't trust it. But that's the way they're going to get the masses through that tell a vision channels channeling. They're going to get the people through those through that type of technology to bring you down into deep deception. Now, there's one more. Check this one out.
0: Could the footage which we see of the limb approaching the moon be filmed in a TV
1: studio? It says, could the footage that we see about this moon be filmed in a TV studio?
0: It was filmed in a TV studio. There's absolutely no doubts whatsoever about that. And the way that this film was created was by the use of models. There's nothing secret about the models.
1: He said the way it was created was by the use of models. Models, people. The previous person just talked about these models. Exist, you can go and see them today.
0: The models were very lifelike, very realistic. There is one that is a life-size model. It's in Flagstaff in Arizona. It's two miles long, and it's an exact replica of the Sea of Tranquility. The photographs were used to create from those images the replica of the Sea of Tranquility, so that if it was flown over in a helicopter, It would appear as if it was a spacecraft approaching a similar area to land. So yes, all the scenes of the lunar surface were filmed on Earth.
1: All the scenes of the lunar surface were filmed on Earth. Absolutely 100%. I don't want to believe it. (laughs) Too bad. All of your Star Wars and your little Star Trek dreams are blown up with a dose of truth and reality. Don't want to be mean about it. I mean, you can still like it. I still like it. But I'm telling you, you have to be able to separate where truth begins and where lies and the hoaxes stop. You can't mix it. It's going to let you know if you're in idolship or idol worship. Yeah. All your little characters, all these little, these people that you have, You know, seen over the years, cemented down in your psyche. That's what the programming does, people. Now, I'm going to get into this last part of the show. We're going to get into how we see reality, the earth and the word of God, of course, to bring all this together. But I'm going to I'm going to open this. I'm going to open this last portion up with NASA's own words from their own website. OK, and everything I've been giving you today, I'm trying to keep it as as 100 as possible. I'm trying to keep this real as possible by not letting my personal opinion try and sway you certain ways. I'm giving you the people themselves, y'all, NASA, people who have studied this much longer than I have or you have. But this is nasa.gov. And what I'm going to give you right now, I'm telling you, it's going to blow some of you away. You are not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. But it is my pleasure. (laughs) It is definitely my pleasure to bring this to you. I want you to listen to the magician's words, y'all. Magical NASA themselves. Here we go. NASA.gov. It says in the summary portion of this document, it says this report documents the derivation and definition of a linear aircraft model for a rigid aircraft of constant mass flying over a, get this, flat, non-rotating Earth. NASA is using a flat, in their words, flat, non-rotating Earth in order to understand how aircraft is flying elevation descent whatever it is they need to understand about linear aircraft and their flying motion they use a flat non-rotating earth in order to do it now the rest of this I'm going to read the rest of this because it doesn't really have anything to that relates or correlates to non-rotating flat plane But I'm going to read it. It says the derivation makes no assumption of reference trajectory or vehicle symmetry. The linear system equations are derived and evaluated along a general trajectory and include both aircraft dynamics and observation variables. Okay, I just wanted to finish that off so that you'll know it's their quote. I didn't want to cut it off. Right. Here's the second part. They're telling you this again by two or more witnesses. The scriptures tell us, let everything be established. It says right here in introduction. The first part I, I read to you was the summary. Here's the introduction. It says, this report details. This is still nasa.gov. This report details the development of the linear model of a rigid aircraft of constant mass flying over a flat, non rotating earth. NASA does its studying of flight, descent, ascent, speed, trajectory, everything dealing with us going over the earth based on a flat, non-rotating earth. This is their website. This is what's hidden deep in the back corner of NASA. And they're not going to tell you only those of us who want to ask, seek and knock out the truth is going to find this out. Because we want the gold and the silver, not the bronze and the stubble and the wood. We want what's real. Like I said, you have to dig out the truth. That's where the valuables are, people. They're telling you this and they have to tell you the truth. You find it, you accept it, or you reject it. If you reject it, you've given them the permission. Just like when Satan went to God and he said, let let, let me take out Job. I'm just paraphrasing. All right. I don't know where it is right now, but he said, let me take out Job. God said, "Uh, well, you know, I don't know. He said, well, the only reason why he's serving you is because you've protected him. You've given him everything. Look at him. He's rich. He's got a wife, kids. And God said, nah, I understand. Satan said, well, if you remove that hedge of protection, I'll take out everything he got. I'll kill him. And God said, okay, look at him. Everything he has is in your hands. I guess Job was in some kind of doubt or something. I'm not sure about that. That's what I've been taught over the years. I haven't researched it out for myself, to be honest. But the bottom line is that Satan has to get permission. He killed Job's kids, killed off his flock, took his riches, everything he had. And then Job's wife told him to curse God and die. Job wouldn't do it. Job would not give in to the deception that God hated him. No. He held on to his faith. This is what I'm telling you. You are being presented with the truth right now. And if you want to hold on to the lie, you are giving the enemy permission to take you out, period. I guess that's my little plea to you. Now, to be totally clear and to be totally frank, I don't and I don't don't even like the word flat earth. I don't even want to be associated with that. And the reason why is because they have hijacked that movement. They have hijacked that term to make it as though you are a kooky, uneducated, caveman kind of person to believe that. Just like they've, just like I wouldn't go out here and tell everybody, hey, I'm gay today. (laughs) I wouldn't go in Wawa, you know, screaming out while I'm getting my coffee. I'm so gay today. No, because they've taken that word. They've hijacked it. To mean something that's totally different from what it actually means. Gay just means happy. No, 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 no. Not based on the masses. They look at that as something else. So I wouldn't say that. So what I am and what I do follow is a biblical cosmology. That's what I believe. I believe in a biblical or a scriptural cosmology. That's even better. A scriptural cosmology. So science proves the Word of God to be true and the Word of God proves true science to be the actual process by which we can understand reality see and until we come to that understanding ourselves we're just being programmed people period we're being programmed now I'm going to get into this last last portion here Psalms 19 verse 1 it says the heavens are telling of the glory of God and the expanse, which means the firmament. I talked about this before and think it not strange. It says the heavens are telling of the glory of God and the expanse or firmament is declaring the works of his hands. Verse two, day after day pours forth speech and night after night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there spoken words from the stars. Their voice is not heard yet. Their voice is. In quiet evidence has gone out throughout all the earth, their words to the end of the world in them. And in the heavens, he has made a tent for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run his course. The sun's rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. I want to pick up on a couple of things in this scripture, in this passage. First of all, it says, he has made a tent for the sun. That means the sun is under something. That's the firmament. I talked about that before. That's in Genesis. You can check it out. Look it up for yourself. Go back to Think It Not Strange. And there's a few things in there I said about that. Uh, think It Not Strange is a program. I think it's number four or three or something like that. But anyway, you can check it out. It says he has made a tent for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. That means the sun is moving people, a bride's groom, bride's groom coming out of his chamber. The sun is moving, not the earth. It rejoices as a strong man to run his course, running his course. The sun is moving, not the earth. The sun's rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them. The sun is moving people, not the earth. Again, I'm using this in consort to prove out a thing. Romans one twenty. it says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse people. This is saying for the invisible things of him talking about God from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Listen, all you have to do is go outside, look at the sun, watch its motion over time. And you'll be able to say it's clear that the sun is moving. It's clearly seen people. There is no confusion with God. The only confusion comes in with all of this stuff that these magicians Has played on your mind and on your eyes. They tell you, believe what we say, not what you see. Believe what we tell you, not what you feel. You go outside and you sit on your front porch, man. You don't feel no thousand miles an hour going around in some spinning motion, wobbling and tilting throughout the universe and all these millions or whatever miles per hour they say. This is this is this is a joke. Now I looked up the definition of circuit because it talked about the sun is on a circuit. It says the sun's rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other of them. The word circuit, it means a roughly circular line, route, or movement that starts and finishes. Well, if something starts and finishes, that means it moves to a certain point where it comes to a finish. The sun is moving, people. That's what circuit means. The Bible says the sun is on a circuit moving from one end of the heavens to the other end. And you can see that clearly with your eyes. The only thing that comes and pops up in the way is all of this pseudo science fiction garbage that's been gobbledygooked over time from grade school to the grave. Here's another one. Joshua chapter 10, verse 12. I love giving this man. I love the word of God. I love scripture because it just crushes all of that garbage. It says, then spoke Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, son, stand still. If you got little kids that's two years old and three years old, you say, hey, 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 stop it. Stand still. Be still. That means they were moving people. He says, son, stand thou still and upon Gibeon and you moon in the valley of Ajalon. He's telling both of them to be still verse 13, and the sun stood still and the moon stayed. That means they both had to obey what was being told to them until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down that whole day. Mm, The sun is moving. The earth is the center of everything, like it or not. The earth is stationary. The sun moves around the earth. These freaking sun worshipers want the sun to be the center of everything, but it's not. It never was, never will be, never has been. And it's not today. Scripture always speaks the truth about science, y'all. Real science, that is, not pseudoscience. They complement each other. Here's another passage that refutes what they tell us about the earth moving. Another magician's trick. Remember, all of this came from these magicians, y'all. These occultists and Nazis and black magic people. Believe what they say, not what you see. Believe what they tell you, not what you feel. Now, this is some real heavy scripture right here. First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 30. It says, tremble before him, all the earth. The world is firmly established. It will not be Moved, period The earth can tremble Earthquakes, what have you But it ain't moving Hurling through space at 67,000 miles an hour Tilted on a little wobbly axis at 1,000 miles an hour And 670 million miles an hour All this foolishness He says it will not be moved Psalms 104.5 Sound like a radio station, doesn't it? Yeah, listen to this frequency Psalms 104.5 That's the frequency Who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever? They've taken it off the foundation. They've hurled it through space as a speck of dust and nothingness and say we're insignificant based on all of the other things that's going on. We're just a speck of dust. That's why. Listen, listen, people, they use this in order to make everybody insignificant so that they can kill off anything they want, because it was it's not morally wrong when it's insignificant. If it didn't come from a source of purpose, then it's not morally wrong to do anything like that. They're setting it up for mass corruption, destruction and death, just like they did with the babies. Oh, the baby's nothing. It's not a life in there. And that's why you got 65 million of them dead today. I'm just tying this in together. It's not a digress. But when you have when you when you when you add claim that nothing is significant then you can destroy it at no no cost. There is no consciousness towards morality on that. Why do you think they tell us, oh, the earth is just a speck of dust? It's insignificant, and it's whirling about from a big bang theory at millions of miles an hour to make it seem as though we're just nothing. No, we are everything. We are the center of everything. That's what the deprogram is about. Deprogramming the mind, transforming your paradigm so that you will not be conformed to this world. Romans 12 and 2. Who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever? Here's another one. Psalms 96 and 10. It says, say among the heathen that the Lord reigns. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved Boom, over and over again. It's as though God knew that people would be telling everybody else that these fake magicians would be telling people, hey, the earth is moving and rotating and doing all this wobbling and whatever. I mean, all this crazy stuff, right? Neil Tyson. What was it? I think it's Neil Tyson. Talking about the earth is not round. It's oblate. These people lie and lie and lie over and over again because one lie fails. Now he got to tell another lie. Job chapter 38, verse 4. It says, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? What is a foundation? Your house is on a foundation. Does your house move? No. In fact, if your house is moved off of that foundation, most likely it's destroyed. Yeah, a tornado came by and took that man's house. Usually the foundation is what's left because it's so strong. If God says the earth is on a foundation, guess what? That boy ain't moving. So you can say, people can say what they want. Call us a kooky. Whatever you want to call it. But the kooky is the one who believes this garbage. I used to believe it. I was a kookie. No more kooky for DMG. So I got a final clip, man. Now this final clip is kind of ex- exhaustive, okay? I needed to get this out. I sped it up a little bit so that you guys could see, so that the point could be made about really great scientists over the years that were proving that the earth was at rest, Over and over again, I mean, seven or eight scientists in here, y'all just complimenting each other over decades of time to come up with the same conclusion through the scientific method. Amazing. But you're not hearing this. This is what's down in the dungeon. Like I said, dust is all over it. I pulled it out, dusted it off, polished it up, made it nice. You can easily understand what's going on. It's a long clip, but stay with it because it's necessary if you want to understand. Here it is.
2: Scientific proof the Earth does not move. Many attempts were made to prove that heliocentricity was true and geocentricity was false. Every such attempt has been a failure. The most famous, because of its precision and irrefutability, was the experiment done by physicist A. A. Mitchelson, 1852 through 1931, and chemist E. W. Morley, 1838 through 1923, the Mitchelson-Morley experiment, using an interferometer which measured light rays, established that the Earth is stationary. Mitchelson was involved in other experiments that confirmed, to his dismay, that the Earth is stationary.
1: She said to his dismay, this guy was believing the other two. But these are true scientists. They don't have an agenda. They're not telling you to follow the science. They believe what the scientific process gives them and they gave it to us.
2: The Mitchelson-Morley experiment, 1887, does not stand alone. It is joined in its confirmation of a stationary earth by the James Bradley experiment, 1729, proving that the ether is not carried along by the earth, the Sagnac experiment, 1913, proving that there was in fact an ether, the Mitchelson-Gale experiment, 1925, proving that the ether passed over the earth once every 24 hours.
1: People. This is called peer-reviewed over and over again. I'm giving it to you. It's up for you to take it. Everybody can't go with me on this. I get it, man, because the programming is deep. Everybody cannot go with me on this. But keep biting down on your popsicle stick, man. If you still got it, crush it. Eat it if
2: you have to. And Aries' failure, 1871, proving that the stars moved, carried by the ether, while the earth remained stationary. There are many other experiments that have each time given results that were not only consistent with a stationary Earth, but indicative of a stationary Earth. From the light polarization experiments of E. Muscart in 1872 to the mutual inductance experiments of Theodore de Coudres in 1889 to the 1903 Teuton Noble experiments. Indeed, there is not a single experiment that proves that the earth moves. The moving earth is based entirely on a theory and is contradicted by all of the experimental evidence.
1: Contradicted by all the experimental evidence. Boom, man. I love this show. I love this show. I, I, I'm not tied my own horn. I don't care what nobody said about that. I love the D program. Because it's, when I do this show, it makes me feel good that those of us out there who want truth can actually find it. I'm living proof. You can find out the truth. That's real science. What you just heard peer reviewed. I'm talking about almost, well, a hundred, a hundred years over and over again through many years and different scientists, about seven, six or seven scientists in there, y'all. But it was replaced with theory, unproved lies perpetuated through pseudoscience or science fiction where they fix the science. Listen, just because scientists said something doesn't mean science said it. A lot of you guys listen to these Neil deGrasse Tyson's and you listen to these 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 so-called you know science guy and all these people you listen to them, but you're not looking at the evidence You're not looking at what they're giving you. They're not giving you anything true No process No, no nothing just theory and they tell you it's theory I guess theory to you sounds educated. Hmm. I'm of the theory of evolution Yeah, sounds good, but it's all bunch of crock as dumb as an onion man a doorknob dumb theory Because it, it can't be proven refuse to be around that company man get that out get truth in your life the earth is not moving it never has moved it's been magic from the beginning and it's still magic today it's hocus pocus abra abracanasa that's my terminate y'all take heed that you do not be deceived this is dmg i thank you guys for being here peace and much love I'm out. You have now been D programmed However, for optimal effect, re-enter to continue your mind's transformation. On the D Program. With D.M.G.
0: After exiting, please share with your friends your experience in the D program.
2: Program terminated.